Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the World's Cricket Show. I'm Adam Bayfield. I'm here with Tony Kerr. Hey. And joining us on the podcast, London correspondent Gordon McRae. Hello. Gordon, this is your first appearance on the World Cricket Show. for about, We talk about you quite a lot, but this is your first appearance for, what did we work out, about seven years? We worked out about seven, seven years. I was just recounting the last time I was on the pod, it was to debate whether Ian Bell should get back in the side or not. I mean, arguably it's still us a live debate. That's true, really. yeah. It's the debate we could have tonight. If Most like. of my notes are about Ian Bell getting back <laughs> in the team. They're the notes he made in 2012. They're still relevant. Let's save the pre-ashes stuff for uh, a few months' time. Yeah. You've become a sort of mythical figure, I think, for all of our listeners, but you do actually exist, and you're here on holiday with us in St. Lucia, where we've been at the cricket today, at the Darren Sammy Cricket Ground, uh, to watch a, a pretty good day for England, you'd have to say. Uh, West Indies had a good morning, didn't they? As yeah, England, resuming four down, were, went from being just four wickets down to being bowled out for 277, with Kemal Roach taking four wickets. Uh, and West Indies then were in a strong position with a 50-run partnership for the first wicket. Uh, but then Mark Wood intervened. Uh, back in the side. Well, hang on. You, well, yeah, you've got a long history with uh, Moeen. Yeah, and I feel like you've rather glossed over his uh, <laughs> his contribution there. That's true. He did take two wickets and two balls. Yeah. So, so just Moeen happened, up. and then Mark Wood. Yeah, and then Mark just Wood. Just carry on. Mark Wood then took two wickets and two balls himself, and ended up with a five wicket haul. His first five wicket haul. So Westendies were skittled out for 154. England closed 19 for none, so leading by 142. So. England's best day of the series, you'd have to say it's a low bar, but it is definitely their best day of the series. Gordon, I'll come to you in a minute, but Tony, first of all, uh, what were your thoughts on today? How did you enjoy the day? Yeah, it was a fantastic day, wasn't it? Uh, we left a little bit early. We didn't stay right to the end of the third session, but uh, we listened to the talk sport commentary when we got back and uh, Mark Nicholas described it as one of the great days of Test cricket, which <laughs> it was a fantastic day. But I wonder how many, like, one of the, what number of the great days, just, you know, we talked about this before in the pod, just of, of the sort of hyperbole, but it was... How many days yeah, exactly. would you have to list? Uh, but it was, yeah, it was a really engrossing, uh, captivating day with punctuated with some fantastic stuff throughout. Uh, you know, we, we turned up this morning hoping to see one of, if not both, of Butler and Stokes get to 100, and, and that didn't happen. And when England got skittered out with some good stuff from Shannon Gabriel, well, and then yeah, and then they started well, as has been the sort of pattern of the, the series, hasn't it? Uh, maybe sort of slightly feared uh, for England this afternoon, but yeah, Moeen and then Mark Wood. It, that, that sort of spell of half an hour, 40 minutes, where Wood was in the attack was pretty uh, phenomenal to watch. It was an incredibly fun day. To you know, to be there for wasn't it? It was we were we were sort of slightly, you know, on the on the pod last night. Slightly, I don't want to say underwhelmed because that's not quite right. But you know, it, it wasn't the most high octane day of Test cricket of the series. But this this really was, wasn't it? It was it, it it was a lot of fun. We'll obviously talk more about Mark Wood, but but Gordon, what did you make of the day? It was good. It was fun. 
fun day out with the Barmy Army. Uh, it's always good to sort of see the different shapes and sizes of, uh, of the England travelling contingent. Um, I think personally my favourite part of the day uh, was spotting or sort of watching you trying to get on television. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you really debased yourself, I think. <laughs> so did humiliating yeah. myself uh, in my you, desperation to get on yeah, TV. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, Gordon, but yeah, just for the listeners' benefit, Adam attempted to appear behind NASA Hussein's shoulder in what would have ultimately been a blurry shot (laughs) over the shoulder. Uh, But you did, you succeeded, so... Well, Well, I did succeed. There there is a photo my my brother-in-law and sister were watching on Sky and they've they've sent me a a shot of me waving. During the lunch break, uh, when the camera first came over to do the bit with NASA for Sky... You went. You rushed down to the front. I bolted down. Bolted down, and then uh, there was like about six or seven guys dressed. I think in like sort of traditional boating, <laughs> like Victorian, uh, like swimwear. Yeah. Turned up, obviously trying to do the same. But you sort of just swatted them, them out the way. way. <laughs> you kind of you single handedly took down a whole stag deal, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, to, to get front and centre. There are a couple of eight year old boys there as well that <laughs> just <laughs> knocked them to the ground. They're, they're still limping away. But apparently, so it happened twice that NASA came and, and set up. You know, the camera was set up uh, just in front of us. And I ran down to the front. And the first time, apparently, I was just behind his... <laughs> my brother-in-law texted me to say, not a joke, you were obscured by NASA's nose. Uh, but the second time, I did manage I did manage to get on. But I, yeah, it was, it, it was kind of humiliating, <laughs> uh, my desperation. But anyway, so that was your favourite part of the day. That Gordon. was my favourite part of the day. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think uh, seeing, seeing Wood bowling for the first time in, in how long? Sort of back in the team? Well, yeah, he was back in about a year ago, but was a bit of a shadow of himself there. Like, wasn't, you know, he seemed to have lost a yard or so of pace. Pace was, pace was there today. Well, that's wasn't it. it. I mean, there has been a question of whether he would ever get back to that kind of pace. Would he get back to that fitness? Because he's had so many injuries. He wasn't even on the tour to begin with. He only came in because Ollie Stone was injured and he's been brought in for this game because Wokes is injured and because Curran has had such a poor series so he was quite a way down the pecking order and then to turn up and bowl like that I mean apparently he was clocking you know we obviously can't see the speed gun in the ground but apparently he was clocking 95 mile an hour which is pretty extraordinary and that is something as we've talked about a lot tone on the pod that England have really been lacking like visibly lacking in the test attack for a long time is some outright pace you know in Australia last year there's just no pace in the team and as we know pace is not the be all and end all you can be a very good bowler and have not much pace like Jimmy Anderson or Vernon Philander, but when you've got that kind of pace, it's just like you could feel the crackle in the crowd when Wood came on, bowled those first couple of deliveries that were actually very difficult to see. You know, it's very difficult for us to see. And, you know, just suddenly there was a, a, a real sense of excitement when someone's bowling that fast and bowling, you know, it's so hostile. It was, it was really. It, it was great. And I think you got a sense of that immediately. Those first couple of balls, the slip cordon were really excited about. And mm. you kind of sensed that they knew that he was going to be bowling gas and it was going to be some like real tough stuff for the, the West Indian batsman and, or the Windies batsman, sorry. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that, I mean, that spell, uh, it, it, yeah, it's not an exaggeration to say it looked like he was going to take a wicket with every ball. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I yeah. think it's also so we were saying this while he was bowling. It's not difficult to see why he gets injured mm. so much. He really sort of throws everything into every bowl that he bowls. Mm. And he ended up on the deck a couple a of times. A lot of times, he? yeah. So there is a question now because you know, as when we got back to the villa, we were kind of listening to the commentary and then you know reading sort of live text and and things like that. 
there is immediately an excitement about this and does it signal like the turning of a corner for England? Is it a big, big moment? People talking about, you know, is Wood going to be kind of tearing up the ashes sort of thing? But I do think we just need to kind of keep our powder dry a bit and keep a bit of perspective because it was it was terrific fun. It was a brilliant spell and, you know, thrilling to watch and great as an England fan to see. But we just don't know whether he's going to be able to stay fit because he hasn't in the past. He's had this is the best spell he's produced for England, but he's he's bowled fast and bowled well before and then broken down pretty quickly. And, you know, that might not happen this time. Maybe he's he's sorted something out fitness wise, but. I think we just have to wait and see before we get too excited about the Ashes. Good for him, though, because, as you say, remarkable that he wasn't even in the picture at the start of the tour. And now he's, well, we, there's still obviously a, a couple of innings to go in this test match but and the series. Uh, but that is, you know, undoubtedly the performance of the series uh, from an England player. And arguably, you know, one of the most exciting performances by an England batsman or bowler you know, in, in a little while. So, yeah, to come through that, his first five-wicket all as well. Yeah, like pretty chuffed for him tonight. I think mm. everyone will be. Yeah. And he, as I say, he really did bring the crowd alive, didn't he? Like, it it felt like the match came alive at that point and people on their, on their feet. And, I mean, to be fair as well, like, he bowled extremely well, but he was backed up by the fielders. We saw some spectacular catching today from both sides, actually those catches from I think it was Burns was it in, in the gully to yeah Burns and Root were the, the, the catches and the slips today I think because the ball was travelling um, and, and not easy at all like again for us like we, we can barely see it I know they're closer <laughs> and international cricketers but like it, 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 when you're in the ground you do get a very kind of visceral sense of, of how fast that ball is travelling and yeah some excellent catches close to you but yeah great catches actually from, from both teams as I say West Indies pulled off a couple of blinders as well you guys missed it i don't know where you were actually <laughs> we were queuing for my my I, yeah, I think we were i was actually queuing to buy your lunch <laughs> yeah true for you but yeah no worries no worries it's when fine. alzari joseph took a, a great catch running around on the boundary you guys yeah you came back and handed me my food and i was like oh you missed a really good catch although you did say i was like can i be cheeky and ask you to get my food you're like absolutely no problem mate no problem at all <laughs> it'd be a pleasure I and then you that. missed a catch and you've, not, you've brought it up several times. You've not let it go the rest of the day. We've spoken about it a few times, well, a bit today, but it's just like it, it needs to be kind of talked about just about how beautifully relaxing it is to watch cricket here. Yeah. And, you know, driving up to the ground and, uh, you know, the, the Darren Sammy cricket ground, uh, you know, relatively new stadium and, you know, different parts of the, the Caribbean, those new stadiums haven't got the... Uh, the energy and the the history of you know what came before and, and it is a bit out of the way you know it's a little bit of a drive but you're literally driving through lanes effectively it's the equipment you know we are, we come from Guernsey if mm. you've never listened to this podcast before which is a small island with lanes uh, but yeah you're literally driving through lanes you get there you just like park the car about ten meters from the front of the yeah. gate you walk through. You know, there's no like, you know, you know, if you go to kind of organised sport in the UK, it's like so carefully branded. Everything's like, yeah. like every Wembley food, or yeah, Twickenham or every food yeah. station. Yeah, particularly for an England international, every food station is like perfectly branded. The beer, you know, everything. Whether you know the, all the food concessions here, they're literally just named, named concession one, two, three, four, and there's like no menus. Mm. There's no ones that got really. I don't think even the people serving you know what food they've got <laughs> on offer. Uh, <laughs> And you know, you just go and you sit where you want. It's just, yeah, it's there's no marshals telling you you can't stand there, you can't stand up, you can't look this way or that way. It's, you just do whatever. It's, it's very actually, chill. Yeah, it's fun. It's not organised fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at one point today, you uh, 
there, there's guys who come around with uh, eskies and and crates of of stuff, you know, selling beer and what have you. And you asked for a beer and a bottle of water, and he said, "I haven't got any water. I'll go and get one. Keep an eye on my crate for me." It just left his like crate yeah. full of beer. It's just like it's nice that it's just very relaxed and trusting and. It's just how the world should be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's it, it's a great experience. Another very, a very enjoyable day for us. It has to be said. Um, I think in terms of yeah, going back to the actual action, <laughs> yeah. um, I think West Indies will be well. Obviously, we'll be disappointed for being bowled up for Sophie, but like halfway through the day, they seem to be fully in control, and we would assumed we'd be talking again tonight about West Indies outclassing England uh, because. Yeah, England were, what, four down this morning. And I was a little bit surprised last night at how, you know, it seemed that a lot of the reaction, you know, in, in, in the media had been that England were kind of in control of the test at that point. But it, it wasn't a huge shock, I don't think, that they that there was a bit of a collapse this morning. But I thought West Indies actually bowled really well. Like, Roach kind of swinging it and Gabriel very, very fast. And as we say, some great catches. Amazing catch from Dowrich as well, running and, and diving full length way out into the outfield. And then when Campbell, who's a very entertaining batsman to watch, that was a very enjoyable innings, when, when he and, and Brathwaite were looking good with 50 on the board, yeah, I think we at that point were thinking this is, this is going to be a long afternoon for England. So A, you know, underlines the brilliance of, of Moeen and, and then that would spell. Uh, but also, yeah, I think West Indies will be, will be a bit disappointed. Um, do you think, you know, it, the fact it is a dead rubber, are they, you know, are they maybe slightly... Slightly less is there slightly less intensity than we've seen from them, perhaps before, or was it just is the wood spell just was that the thing that kind of unlocked it? Was it, you know would it is it harsh to kind of criticise them too much when they when someone comes on and bowls ninety five mile an hour? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, in terms of intensity, I think you know the intensity from England is is pretty clear to see, isn't it? Mm. They really want this, and and you know rightly so after a couple of chastening defeats. Yeah, no, yeah, would obviously outstanding. But Broad, to be fair, when he started, he, you know, he opened really well. He looked really dangerous, and he was beating the edge, uh, and you know, bowling a good length. Anderson as well, you know, got a few balls onto pad, and there were there were quite a few reviews, weren't there, in that mm. passage of play? Uh, so I think I think you know I think all re- all round England did well, but yeah, certainly Wood has been the difference, hasn't he, so yeah. far? Like, yeah, comfortably the distance difference yeah yeah i mean i think England have to be a bit disappointed not to put more runs on from overnight like being in that position coming in to today if they'd have batted out to t and maybe put 350 on the board there's a little bit more pressure like the match is very finely poised now but they were in a very good i think their bowling has saved them definitely in mm. terms of the position they were in overnight because what were they four down the yeah four down yeah I mean, that's a, if, if either Stokes and uh, Butler could have pushed on from, from where they were, I felt they kind of bottled it a little bit this morning. No, definitely. I mean, they only added, what, about 65 more? And it, yet again, they've not made 300. I mean, yeah. it, it, it is tough conditions. Like, Western East bowled very well as but well. was it? The, the pitch didn't look as sort of, sort of lively as the other, as the, sort of the previous two, two tests. That's probably seen, fair. I, I mean, there's, there's pace in it, and, and they, they were moving it through the air, weren't they? I mean, but best it, they wore a couple, didn't they? But, I mean, one... Yeah. one Pounced off his grill for four. Uh, He's clean bowled again, Bearstow, with another another swipe and clean bowled through the gate. There is definitely a concern there. We'll maybe talk about this on another episode, but you know the, the decision to leave out Ben Folks and give Bearstow back the gloves is certainly mm. one that can be debated. But yeah, I, I agree with you, Gordon. I think they, they will definitely be disappointed and there are still lots of questions to answer yeah. in the batting. And uh, there is now the danger that probably England fans are feeling quite 
uh, you know, feeling quite up tonight. And if England do go on and win this game by a big margin, it might sort of seem like, oh, well, actually, they won four out of six tests this winter. Um, they've ended the tour on a high Mark Woods bowling 95 mile an hour. So it's a plane going overhead. Yeah, we're, we're under the flight path here. Um, and, you know, maybe things aren't quite as bad as they seem. And, and that would be papering over the cracks, I think, because the batting is a huge problem and we've seen it again today. But for the time being, you know, it was a good day for England, wasn't it? Yeah, we'll enjoy that. Get Bell back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's your solution to everything. Um, well, I think we can we can call it a day there. Um, have you enjoyed this, Gordon? It's been fun. Yeah, yeah. It's just like old times. Wasn't just it? like old times. Yeah. What's going on in the London? Yeah. That just London. Sort of had to play out those early, early sort of bounces, <laughs> bouncer questions coming. Um, yeah. What's happening in London? You are the London correspondent, after all. So much cricket. So much cricket. <laughs> um, should I buy a house? <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> I think we, we teased the listeners last night that you were cooking plantain. How plantain that, was good. How did that turn out? I like, did you, I mean, how did you guys feel about the plantain? Turned out well, yeah, I yeah. thought. It was, the, uh, yeah, the YouTube tutorial obviously really, worked well. It really sort of came good. It was a lot, of, a lot of bad sort of negative chat coming from this end, <laughs> this end of the pool about the plantain. <laughs> Heckling. No, it was yeah, really tasty. Yeah, and you enjoyed you enjoyed the experience today. You enjoyed, enjoyed the cricket today. <laughs> so I was going to say, like, it's not often you cook plantain under me- media scrutiny. <laughs> so I thought you did well. You handled the pressure I well. I coped well under the yeah. pressure. I did. I might, I might even come back for... For the for the session tomorrow. Yeah. Wow, here we go. Yeah. We'd That's l- big chat. We'd love we'd love it, yeah. and we'd love to have you back on the pod wow. as well. I haven't got enough World Cricket Show T-shirts. I haven't got a World Cricket Show T-shirt for you to wear. It's so we uh, could just maybe just get tattoos on our yeah, on our stomachs be to go in tomorrow. See, we we posted a picture on our was it on our social or on your social your personal social thing of us outside the uh, by the Darren Sammy picture uh, outside the ground. And I think you said you sent it to your mum and she told you off because you weren't wearing a World Cricket Show t-shirt. Yeah, she, yeah she was impressed that you were advertising the show, <laughs> but not me, so, which is fair enough. Wasn't her review of the podcast, her li- listening to an episode of the podcast, her, re- <laughs> yeah. her review was, Adam talks a lot. <laughs> yeah, I said, look, I can't go, but he edits me all out. He just cuts all my jokes, all my good points, all my salient points. They just get repackaged as his. He edits me all out, mum. Um, all right. Well, yes, that's it. We're going to go back inside and have some food. We've been out here by the pool. The mosquitoes are out. The bats are out. There's some kind of bird. It's tropics, isn't it? I tell you what. And we have we've spoken about wobobas before. Yeah. You know the the waboba, the sort of bouncing ball, ball that bounces. A lot of fun. To, I mean, we've begged them to sponsor us, <laughs> and they they sort of they we flirted with waboba, <laughs> but they've yet <laughs> yet to commit. Yeah. They've not sw- swiped right on us, but. Uh, I'd love to see what Mark Wood could do with a Waboba. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. If you had Mark Wood and Shannon Gabriel playing Waboba with each other, it'd be, be a What a sight. Yeah. Let's see if we can hook that up, like fix that up tomorrow. Or the, if the test finishes early, yeah. we'll have a word. <laughs> um, cool. Thanks, guys. Uh, see you tomorrow, Tane. Gordon, hopefully we'll have you back tomorrow as well. We shall see. Bye-bye for now. Cheerio. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 